Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations God, of the Holy I am Spirit. Born of the Spirit. My name is registered in heaven. Heaven. My name is in the book of life. Book of I life. thank you, Lord, thank you, that, Lord I enjoy that I enjoy the covenant of exemption, covenant of exemption. Because, of your mercies, because of your mercies, because of your favor. I belong to you. Belong to My you. destiny is yours. Destiny is all yours. that I have is mine. All that I have, all is, that I have is yours. That and all that you have is mine. And, that you and have I am glorified in them. Glorified Thank, in you, Father, Thank you, Father, that I belong to you. I belong Thank to you for choosing Thank me. You for choosing I, decree me. And declare I decree and declare my commitment, my, commitment, my, love, my love is towards you. Is towards I will serve you all the days of my life. And I will glorify your name with every fiber of my being. Father, thank Thank you. Father, thank I give you praise. I give you praise. Lift up your voice and thank the Lord in your own special way. for all things. 
The scripture says you give us all things to freely enjoy. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Amen. 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 Sing it to him now. Declare all the blessings and all the glory. the unity of the faith and cause us to mature into the stature 
of the measure of the fullness of Christ. Let Christ be formed in us. May we grow in grace. May we walk before you and be blameless. Help us to glorify you. And when our Lord shall appear in glory at any moment, Lord, may our garment be clean. May our love not be found to be cold. May our fruits abide. May our works stand the tests of the fire. May we be pure and holy before you, Lord. We worship you. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Make it your prayer. Lord, we pray. Try that. Oh, oh, yes. We surrender to you, Lord. I'll be Make me a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, oh Lord, with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living, make me a living sanctuary, living sanctuary. Father, this is our cry. In this month of covenant of exemption by favor and mercy, we plead that everyone at the sound of our voice, Lord God Almighty, will come under the auspices of your favor and of your mercy. Let families represented here, fathers represented here, mothers represented here, siblings, cousins, aunties, represented here, be covered by your grace, your favor, and your mercy. We will not hear bad news from any family. We will not hear bad news from any family. The devil will not exact upon anyone. We rebuke every power of infirmity. Anything planted in the womb of time by demonic forces and by the kingdom of darkness is hereby destroyed. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We bind the spirit of fear. We bind the spirit of failure. 
we curse the hand of the enemy and we release God's people to flourish. He said, those that meditate on your word day and night, those that delight in your word according to someone, they are like the trees planted by the rivers. Oh Lord Jesus, whose leaves will never dry out. Lord, let your people flourish in your presence. Blessed are them that are planted in the court of the Lord. They shall flourish. Lord God Almighty, may your people flourish. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap of friend and sit on the seats of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ask your neighbor, is God happy with you? And take an answer. Hallelujah. Why is there nobody wants to ask your neighbor? Okay, before we ask that question, turn to your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Oh, look at him. Look at her. And say, I love you. Makacho say, Oba, sorry. Nase, bra kwesi kase, ye bibina wanya. Then ebesi. Kokos, you are not telling anybody. Okay, I said, look at your neighbor. Hey, is a computer your neighbor? Look at Bradella. Miss Amo, I won't show you any new. Nasa will be in a tone channel. There will be obituaries up in Kumso. On the end of. Look at the person. Touch the person's nose. Touch the person's nose. Touch the person's nose. Is that what? Oh, Katafu is an amotia. Oh, that one there, I second it. You can knock him. <laughs> Look at your neighbor again and say, I love you. And I can see in you the glory of the Lord. You are the beloved of the Lord. And so I love you. But make sure that God is happy with you. Do what he says you should do. And when you are coming to church, make sure that you have called everybody to be in church. And come to church with somebody who needs salvation so that Jesus will save the person. Praise the Lord. Have you read the scripture that says that you did not choose me, but I chose you so that you go forth and bear fruit so that your fruit will abide? Have you read it before? You've read it before. What are you doing about it? Hallelujah. Before I proceed, today we have August Minister Sarumtas. Hallelujah. So I want to, with Jesus' joy, welcome Reverend and Mrs. Odum.
And these are the parents of our own brother, Brakoku. Welcome, sir. Welcome, sir. Welcome, mommy. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Please have your seat. God bless you. We are so privileged that you join us for service this morning. Hallelujah. And no wonder Kweku's blessing has changed this morning. <laughs> Today he has combed his hair. See? He has combed his hair. He has combed his hair. He, he looks like what? You see? He has even combed his beard. And he's wearing kaftan. When was the last time you saw him wearing kaftan? Come and let's take a picture. Come and let's take a picture. Where's the photo driver? <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you. Today is Gasu's birthday. Gasu, come. You know, he came for first service and was going to run away. So I caught him and I told him to stay for second service. Gasu, come. come. Gasu, uh, as they are shouting, I can hear a voice from the lady say, when are you choosing? When are you choosing? Why are you hiding behind me? Stand here, let them see you. The picture, no? It will come, you'll be behind me. Where is your girlfriend? Tell the ladies, you are not praying well. <laughs> Please stretch forth your hands towards him and bless him today that the Lord will honor him as the Lord brings him into a new year. His grace, his favor, his spirit will order his steps that his destiny will be shaped by his word and by his power. That, that which has been determined for him by heaven will be established. That he will go on and become that person that heaven has ordained him to be. Lift up your voice. Father, we bless your son. We thank you for the gift of his life and adding on this year to his days and his life. As he has entered this new age, we open the portals of your favor upon his life. We ask the Lord, the dew of heaven will freshen up his life. Spirit of the living God, order his steps. Those that are led by you, they are the sons of God. Lead him. Strengthen him. Empower him. Let the doors of opportunities be open for him. May he blossom before you. And may he glorify you. We speak into your life that nothing that defeated you in the ages past will defeat you in this new age. Excel before the Lord by his strength. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.
coffee and never had drink power. Eh? What have you eaten? What did you eat today? What could you breakfast for Katao? Yep. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Today is 27th of March. Yesterday, we went to Brekusu to celebrate 20th, the 20th anniversary of KCF <laughs> Ministries. And we thank God for how far he has brought the fellowship. Praise the Lord. Um, when I got home, I got home quite late. And I was thanking God and asking God some few questions. And You know, God reminded me or told me that we should be mindful of the fact that he does not see things the way we do. Praise the Lord. The way God sees things is different. Let me leave that topic for another day. Let's, let's do what we are meant to do today so that we'll go. The, the theme for the year is what? Hey, 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 hey. What is the theme of the year? And what's the theme for the month? Hallelujah. And throughout the month we've been, we've studied about mercy, we've studied about favor. I in particular have been running with the theme for the year and every Sunday from January I've spoken to you about walking in the spirit. Praise the Lord. Um, just some small recap small recap. So I started by telling you our, our major, our theme scripture Galatians 5.25. What does it say? Galatians 5.25. What does it say? If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. I've told you that when they put the scripture there, everybody reads together. One go. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. And I explained to you from the book of Romans that to live in the spirit is not about making yourself it's not about playing gospel music living in the spirit is not about uh, making yourself making your face pious and beatious and speaking with an sh at the end of every sentence you make i was in the spirit the other day and uh, that is not what it means to be in the spirit he said but ye are in the spirit if if so be that the Holy Spirit is in you. Hallelujah. So once you are a child of God and you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, you are in the Spirit. So you are in the Spirit not 24 hours a day. You are the Spirit all the days of your life. Whether you are awake or you are asleep, you are in the Spirit. But he says that that is not enough. He says if we live in the Spirit. Okay, so he's giving you the scripture. Romans 8 verse 9. Everybody read one go. But you are not in the flesh, uh -huh. but in the spirit. Uh -huh. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, then it means you are in the spirit. But if the Holy Spirit is not in you, then you are in the flesh. There is no way somebody in the flesh who does not have the Holy Spirit can say, Hey, shh, uh, you are in the flesh. And so every activity of that person is fleshly, is governed by the flesh. You understand me, and so we went to uh, one 
1 Corinthians verse 3, chapter 3, sorry. And we did an analysis there. When Paul came to the uh, Corinthian church and he said, when I came to you, I could not speak to you. Put it there so that the, the 1 Corinthians 3. And I, brethren, he says, when I came to you, Paul says, I could not speak to you as unto what? Spiritual people. people. As unto what? Spiritual, spiritual people. people. Who are spiritual people? Spiritual people are the people that live in the spirit. The Holy Spirit has come upon them or lives in them, dwells in them. And they also walk in the spirit. There are two different things. The Holy Spirit is in you. And then you are walking in the spirit. Do you understand me? There are two different things. You can have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, but you, you will not walk in the spirit. You can have a visitor with you, all right? And you don't chat with a visitor. And for many Christians, for many Christians, you see that effect. Let's go to, okay, let's finish this one, then we'll, go, we'll do something right now. And I, brethren. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but, but as to carnal. But as to carnal. And I explain as what to, carnal, what it means to be carnal, Okay. As, as to, to babes so in Christ. It equates carnality to babies in Christ. You are in Christ. You have received the Holy Spirit. But as, as long as you are not growing, evidenced by walking in the Spirit, you are still a baby in Christ. Let's go. Quickly. I fed you with milk and not with solid the food. The same word of God, which is meat. He, he broke it into pieces as milk and gave it to you so that you can take it. Okay, so we come here. We are encouraging you. But every day, encourage me. Apostle. Uh, pray for me. Okay, be healed in Jesus' name. Hey, praise the Lord. I was having a junku problem. Apostle, pray for me. I am fine. Wow. Another one year will come. Now, when you call Apostle, that Apostle will not mind you. Because at age two, if you still want to feed on breast milk, your, father, your mother will slap you. Is that not so? At a point in time, in fact, now Ghana, when you are three months old, no, they start pushing banku and. <laughs> Uh, listen, those can push in your mouth. You mean, because, Master, you have to grow. Is that not so? If you grow baby, you will achieve. I say, Mother's not my wife. See, I fed you with milk and not with solid food. For until now, you were not able to receive it. So, the reason why he says he's feeding them with milk, okay, is because they are unable to receive solid food. They are refusal to receive some leaf food. Let's go. For until now, you were not able to receive it. And even now, you are still not able. Verse, verse 3. Verse okay. three. Mm -hmm. For you are still carnal. For where they so are... you are still carnal. He tells them, you are children of God. He's talking to a church. People who have given their life to Christ. Not unbelievers. These are believers. And he says that you, the church, when I come here to preach, I preach to you as babies. I don't preach to you as spiritual people. Because even ever since you accepted Christ, you are still behaving like babies. You are still carnal. Then he says, for where? Let's go. For, where, for where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? Give me old King James. I don't like this word because this word was not there. Have you seen? Yeah. You walk as what? Men. The first time I read it, I said, but are you not a man? Are we not men? If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. So there's a distinction. And, and so when you become a child of God, there is a clear difference between the life expected of you in this kingdom 
versus the life you used to live in the kingdom of darkness. When you came to Christ, Paul told the Colossian church that you were translated from the kingdom of darkness. That kingdom, okay, it's a kingdom of darkness. It had a lifestyle, it had a language, it had a behavior, it had a certain motive, it had a certain heart desire, it had a certain conduct ruled by the flesh. Do you understand me? And so, how many of you like to free their mind? I know you will not lift up your hand. But you will free your mind. Masa. It's a free country. It's a democracy. Is that not so? Why should I submit to my husband? What if he's a fool? Well, he chose a fool to be your husband. You must submit to him. Hallelujah. But you see, it is because you don't understand the kingdom you have come to and you are behaving like a baby you have transported you have transported or you have imported the, the thought of the kingdom of darkness into this new kingdom because when he tells you to submit to your husband he's not telling you to submit to your friend he's telling you to submit to your lord the word husband is lord apostle i don't like it when you preach like this okay let's get back to working desperately because your mind can take this should I love this girl who is not uh, obedient to me? Who is not the, what, what kind of love? No, 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 no. I'll love you when you're obedient. You, if Jesus loves you because of your obedience, who will be sitting here? My goodness. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For whereas there is among you envy, envy. so when you see that you are a child of God, you say you are born again, you live in a spirit, the Holy Spirit is in you, but every day you are envying people, you have strife every day. Some of you, when you go to the restaurant, you better unka. Odi ma wait and you mistake back home. You must go 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 up or I say, if you have these things inside you and you tell me you are in the spirit, check the spirit inside you. Maybe it is a ha ha It is what. Divisions, wherever there is divisions, and you like to separate people. Do you, have you read a scripture that tells you that those who separate who separate friends, they are abominations to God? Yep. The death and resurrection of Jesus Christ did not annul those things. So, that word. I've told you, Old Testament is not Genesis to Revelation, uh, Genesis to Malachi. I've told you that. The, what we call Old Testament is called is the Mosaic Testament. The word testament is what? Covenant. Right? Before the Mosaic covenant, there was a lot of other covenants that the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ did not come in touch. Like the covenant of Noah. As long as the earth remains, God said, seed time and harvest will not pass away. And it, when Jesus died and resurrected, the earth did not start producing harvest time all the time. You still have to sow. Do you understand me? Do you understand? So, let's stop calling a certain half of the Bible Old Testament and a certain half of the Bible New Testament. And, and I heard another ridiculous one. They say, all the things just taught until he died is still part of the Old Testament. Which teacher teaches you Things that are not relevant for the life ahead of you. Right. He came to present the kingdom to us. 
Matthew chapter 14, verse 7, he said that, and Jesus began to preach about the kingdom, saying, repent for the kingdom of God. So he came to show us how the kingdom life is meant to be lived. Do you understand? And then he gave us the Holy Spirit to help us to do that. Okay, from that time, everybody read. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And every message he preaches hinged on this, repentance. And I told you, what is repentance? Change of mindset. Change of mindset. The word repent means change the way you think. And the way you think is hinged on the perspective from where you see things and the information you you assimilate from that place. That's what informs your decisions. So if you see this girl, you, say, you think this girl is beautiful and so you want to marry her. It is because of what you are seeing. Maybe the person who has lived with her from home sees that, Charlie, this girl. Hey. Is she here? No, ho, 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 it's in here. She is. Hallelujah. Amen. Because some of you, when, 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 your, the reason I don't want to invite your work colleague to church is that when they see you leading prayer, when they will, they will take scriptures, they will take video, then you post to the WhatsApp group of the work. You say, Charlie, check, check Papa Robin. <laughs> You understand? Some of you, when your people who know your neighborhood see you holding Bible, the fans will flow you. Because the life you live with them is not synonymous with what you claim you have received. Do you understand? So, God says that when you are like that, or Paul says to us that when you are like that, it means that you are a man. You have not become a new creation. You have not become a new creation. Now, we are still doing a recap. My favorite scripture I've been quoting to you, 2 Peter 3, 10 and 11, quickly. But the day of the Lord will come. Everybody, one go. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Okay. In the which the heavens shall pass away. Jesus is coming. And he is going to bring judgment to the heavens and the earth. Let's go. In the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. He said the heavens. And when he says the heavens, he's not talking about the dwelling place of God. He's talking about the cosmos. He's talking about the things that we see in our solar system, in our galaxy. The Bible is silent on whether he's talking about the entire universe or just our solar system, which is part of the heavens. Or okay, But he says that there is certain corruption has taken place. So the things that we see in the heavens, and I've said this before, let me repeat it. I've heard people now confusing the body of Christ that God doesn't dwell in heaven because if God was dwelling in heaven, why was he living before he created the heaven? When Genesis said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, he's not talking about his dwelling place. The word is cosmos, the heavens. I'm a student of, of um, space and galaxies and stuff. I like those things, okay? 
if you study, you notice that even our earth and our solar is suspended in the heavens. It's, it's, it's a ball suspended in space. It's a pale blue dot. Media, look for the pale blue. Go to Google, type in the pale blue dot and project it for me. Okay, but not after, before we have finished reading. Let's go. In the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Uh-huh. The earth also, and the works. And the works that are in the earth. Everything you see, every beautiful vehicle you see, for which reason you want to kill your brother and buy every land that you are fighting over, it will be what? That certificate that makes you think that you are in a certain class that somebody cannot greet you good morning. That beautiful body that you have that makes you think that you are in a class that nobody can say hi to you. It will be what? I didn't say don't go to school because of that. Hallelujah. Amen. 11, quickly. Verse 11. Seeing Everybody. then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation? So, Peter and says, if you notice that everything in this world is going to be destroyed, then he asks a question, what manner of persons must you be? What, what sort of person is God expecting you to be? Okay, in holy, what? Con- Conversation. In other words, everything you are going to say with this in mind, make sure that it is holy. Make sure that your conversations are holy. Have no time for the fruitless speeches of this world. In godliness. Don't be ungodly. Let's go quickly. Verse 12. Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the And the first time I mentioned this, I said, do you, do, you, do you have an anticipation? Lord, you must come right now. Or, what is it, Jesus? But now I come it. When you hear say Jesus, they come. How do you feel in your heart? Does it feel like you are watching a movie and Last Killer and Blowman are fighting? Or you are ready, looking for and hasting unto the, the coming of the day of God. God. Wherein the heavens, heavens being on fire shall, shall be dissolved and the elements shall, shall melt, melt with fervent heat. So he's asking us what manner of persons we ought to be. And I'm telling you that one of the persons, one of the, the, the kind of persons he wants us to be before he comes are people who walk in the spirit. Hence our topic. Hence our topic. Walk in the spirit. He wants us to be people of the spirit. He gave us a parable to that effect. With the ten virgins. Right? He said, five were wise, five were foolish. They are virgins representing Christians. People that are clean, people that are holy, people who have taken, received the Lord. But the Bible says they took their lamb without oil. When we Sunday school, they said the Sunday school teachers born no Bible. They said they didn't take extra oil. Is it Matthew 25? Yes. Go to Matthew 25 and see whether there is anything called extra oil there. One go. Then shall the kingdom of heaven 
be likened unto ten virgins which took their lambs and went forth to meet the bride. So they took their lambs. And what is the lamb according to scripture? Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a, a light unto my feet. So what is the lamb? The word. They took the word of God, the preparation of the gospel. They had it all right. Let's go. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. So there are wise Christians and foolish Christians. Say it loud. There are F- foolish Christians and there are wise Christians and there are foolish Christians. Masa, one can you me told me Mike Nabo. There are wise Christians and there are foolish Christians. Ask your neighbor, which one are you? Missy Pisano. One, go. Verse 3. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Do you see any word extra? They took no oil. What does the oil represent? The spirit. The presence of the Holy Spirit. The word of God without the Holy Spirit is letter. You become legalistic. You cannot go far. You need the author of the word to keep you ready. To keep your lamps burning. Without the Holy Spirit. Without the, the word of God is just a historical book. That's why many people are confused about the word of God. Many who don't have the Holy Spirit read the Bible and they compare it with Quran and other things. Because it doesn't make sense. This Bible is not just a book. It's a mystery. It is the constitution of a kingdom. Do you understand me? It is not a religious book. It is the constitution of, the, of a kingdom. And the kingdom, the governor of the kingdom, who is the Holy Spirit, is the one who can help you live with it. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot be a child of God. He is the one who actually births you into the kingdom. Acts 19, quickly. One go. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have we not so much as what heard there is a certain Holy, Holy Ghost. Who is Holy Ghost? Listen, Paul comes to the place of Ephesus, all right? And then he meets Christians. He looks at them. He looks at their lifestyle and he sees that these are foolish virgins. They have the lamp but there is no oil. And he said, did you receive the spirit? Did you? Because Paul is a spiritual man. Do you understand? When he gave his life to Christ, he went to stay in an, on an, a certain island, a certain place for three years. Do you understand me? secluded, and he had encounters with God. The Lord taught him. The Lord baptized him. We don't see anybody laying hands on Paul to say, receive the Holy Spirit. He received those encounters. Do you understand me? And then he began to work. And so when he comes into contact, like he came into contact with the Corinthian church, and he told them that, look, you people, you can't be, you lack no gift of the Spirit, but you are not working in so you are carnal. He is able to perceive and understand that, yes, the Holy Spirit is in you, but you are not walking in the spirit. You are carnal. Then he comes to the people of Ephesus and says, you, you have received Jesus, but more are anti-boy. 
And we have that problem today. I pray that you are not like that. There are people who think the Holy Spirit died the day the, the last disciple died. There are people who think the work of the Holy Spirit is irrelevant today. You can't, the day the Holy Spirit leaves earth, that is the day rapture has occurred. The Holy Spirit is leaving earth with the raptured Christian. That is the day grace and mercy is suspended. Do you understand me? The day the Holy Spirit leaves planet earth, no more grace. When the governor leaves the, colo, the, the colony, okay, the, it means that the kingdom, the parents' kingdom, has left the colony. That colony has gained independence. Only those who understand the history of colonization are clapping. The, the Holy Spirit is the governor of God's kingdom on earth through us. The day he leaves, it means that the kingdom of God is taken from amongst men. Men are now on their own. And there is a certain kingdom of darkness that is ready to colonize and send them to hell. May you not be part. Praise the Lord. Are you following me? So, just by perceiving, just by looking at Christians, looking at a certain, their conduct, their speech, the way they behave, the way they think, Paul is able to understand that they don't have the Holy Spirit. And indeed, he asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit? And, they, and then they expressed their ignorance. We don't even know. He said, look at the answer. They said unto him, give me an uh, NLT quickly. Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? One go. Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? He asked them. No, they replied. We haven't even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. I know that there is a word of God, but I don't know how to uh, uh, Holy Spirit to receive. I thought it was the disciples that Jesus said they should wait to receive. And that is where the error of Christianity began. So there are many people, they become Christians. Their understanding of Christianity is some kind of intellectual interpretations of scripture. You are a foolish virgin. And I pray that none of us here will be foolish virgins. Amen. He says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk. And I explain the word walk. It means to conduct yourself, to behave yourself in the Holy Ghost. Last scripture so that we can move on with the recap. Okay. Uh, Psalm 24. Same scripture is in Psalm 15 anyway, but I like Psalm 24. Verse 2. Psalm 24, verse 2. For he laid the earth's foundation on the seas uh -huh. and built it on the ocean depths. Verse 3. Verse 3. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Again, everybody read that question again. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? What is the name of the hill of the Lord? Who may abide on Mount Zion? Hebrews 12, 22 says what? But you have come to that hill. Then he says, who? Look at the question. Oh. Please go back to where we are. This one day you mentioned it. Verse 3. 
who may ascend, who may climb. So you have come to Mount Zion, but there are, there are peaks on Mount Zion. There are realms. There are levels. Who may ascend onto the hill of the... And then who may stand in his holy place? Praise the Lord. You may have friends and invite them to your house, but there are certain friends who can enter your bedroom. There are certain friends you will never allow them into your bedroom. Who may stand in the holy place? Gabriel comes and looks at the, the man of God, Zechariah, and says, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. Not every angel in heaven stands in God's presence. Hmm. A king has many servants. Not all of them are in, in the presence of the king. Some of them are at the gate. They never see the king. Then he gives us the answer. Verse 4, quickly. He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitful. That's okay. This is the answer. Now, to be able to have clean hands, pure heart, and not let your soul be addicted. The idol here, the other version says vanity. Okay? And the things of this world that appeal to you, for which reason you give an excuse not to come to church. Right now, if you got the call, your boss said, a deal of $1 million has come. I'll give you $25,000. Quickie. You are the one I want to ask. Okay, he says, I'll ask, ask you. Your boss, okay, not your boss. A certain business partner say, Chris, some deal be come for real estate. It is done deal. Sunday, the man is waiting. He's from Dubai. He's a sheikh. He's holding the cash, $2 million. I've seen it. Your cat is one million. My cat is one million. After church. <laughs> Your shepherd has disowned you. <laughs> I went to preach somewhere and I asked, I asked the hearers that as I'm talking to you, if a fetish priest stands at the junction there and he's charming money, Thousands of Ghana cities. How many of you will go and take the, will leave me and go and take the money and come and sit down and listen to the sermon? They all lift up their hand. Because you see, we have become, and pay attention to this. I know I am not preaching my sermon, but pay attention to this. We have become a group of people whose faith in God is based on material things, the material things he gives to us. Your need propels your fellowship with God. When you have what you think you need and you don't, you don't perceive any particular need, your prayer life goes low. Your fellowship with God goes low. The need to fast goes low. The day you hear a word that there is a wish in your family that wants to stop your breakthrough today, that day you can even come and do all night here yourself. That month, you will fast without the pastor telling you that we are fasting. That day, you will see that your prayer, your prayer will change. Those of you who pray in tongues in your head, that day, all the sanctimonious Christians, you see that over to our church, 
There was an incident. Somebody's child died. And they are praying. I was standing there. Prophet David was holding the phone. Put it on live speaker. I said, Apostle, let's pray for this person. When I was there, Prophet David was saying, Amen. Crowd. The person was not hearing the Amen. This is a person that when he comes around, we are praying. Oh, oh, whatever you do. Shabba, 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 shabba. That day. Hey! Baba, baba, baba! PhD tongues in a movie. Your fellowship with God is inspired by fear and material gain. Your mistrust of God it has nothing to do with the, the, the weightier matters of your relationship with him. It has to do with the peripheries of your material needs. God didn't give me this money. God didn't give me this job. I didn't get this car. That is what determines your faith in God. May God change that heart. When you are like that, your heart is not pure. When you are like that, your heart is not pure. He was a pure heart. What is the reason for your Christianity? Why do you come to church? Why do you give offering? If you, God is not uh, some lottery machine that for, to hit a jackpot when you put the money into the offering basket. I keep saying that. When I found that many years ago, I told myself, I will never give you 10%, Father. I will never give you 10%. I will never give you 10%. I will give you more than that because I know you are the owner. The verse 1 we read, he said, the F is the laws. The, and the fullness thereof. Then he comes to the next sentence, he said, the people and all. So, God owns 100% of your salary. Including the strength that gave you the opportunity to work to earn the salary. Including the boss who gave you that salary. Including the earth upon which that company is established. <laughs> Should I go on? So when he says give me 10%, it's a management system to test your faith and your heart. When I understood that, I told God, Daddy, if you give me 100 CDs, if you dash me 100 CDs, sometimes some of you put 100 CDs and envelope, bring it to me. I just open it all and I put it in my tithe envelope. That one, I don't take anything. If it is from 500 going, I just divide it into, I take 300, I put the 300 in the envelope and I keep 200. If you dash me 1,000 CDs, I make sure that I divide it into two. 500 belongs to God. 500 belongs to me. And even the one that belongs to me, that is what you see me give offering all the time. So they still go back to God. When I try that, every time, the very day my wallet is empty, is the very day somebody will come to me and say, Apostle, God says I should give this to you. You, when your bank account is less than 2,000 CDs, you start performing funeral rites. When your savings account is less than 5,000, you start crying. It's like your world has come to an end. Is that not so? Some people cannot relate. So let me come to the one you can relate. I'm shouting there. Okay. When your bank account 
Okay, I'll shout to you. So ask yourself, is my heart pure towards God? God is good, even if he does it for you or not. I told you my recent favorite song is by this man, uh, Great Ampon. I say, Matinya me as a star, baby. Matinya me as a star, baby. O shramia, o yinyame. Se we shramen swa, o yinyame. Habakkuk sang that song. He said, even if my, Habakkuk, is it chapter 2 or chapter 3? He said, even if the field, my field does not yield, the bands that not produce whatever, he said, I will yet praise the Lord. God's goodness is not dependent on what he does for you. God's goodness is because of his nature. He is good. Whether people die or people live, he is good. Whether you pass that exam or not, God is still good. Your individual prophecy, whether it comes to pass or not, does not affect God's divine nature. He is good. That the prophecy has delayed that you sang on 31st night or 1st January night. Afi de be ye ye. Afi de enya ye ye. Onya me ninsa. Ujina heaven and who's in your me with Peter Ninsa. And because of that kind of Christianity, we are not able to walk in the spirit. The primary purpose of the Holy Spirit coming into your life is to transform you. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, quickly. Ephesians 4, 11. Uh-huh. And he himself gave some to be apostles, uh-huh. some prophets, uh-huh. some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Twelve. Twelve. For the equipping of the saints, for the work who, who of... Who is the a saint? I. Who is a saint? Who is a saint? So, verse 10, verse verse 11. Apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. They are not uh, in terms of rank, so it's just a list. This guy, where is he? This guy is a gift. 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 And this guy is a gift to the church. And together, the assignment is to do what? Equip you, the saints, so that you do what? For the work of ministry. So, Brakofi, me and you, who is in the work of the ministry? Esther, me and you, who is supposed to do the work of the ministry? Say it with Ahwandin. Say it boldly. Me and you, who is in ministry? So, are you doing the work of the ministry? So my assignment when you come to sit here is to equip you with the knowledge of the kingdom, with the grace of the kingdom, and to tell you what the Holy Spirit has freely given to you and to push you to fellowship so he will reveal to you the things that are freely yours. As you are empowered, as you are equipped, you will go out there in that company, do the work of the ministry. In your conduct, in your conversation, in your character, in your attitude, in everything you do, in the way, in the output you give to the company, whatever you find to do, do it with your strength. That's what he says. That's what the Holy Spirit will expect of you. He even charges and charges slaves. In the book of Ephesians, slaves, serve your masters well. 
not with eye service. It's, it, it's an attribute of the pure heart you have received from your work with the Holy Ghost. I tell people all the time, and yesterday even I said it, you, the Holy Spirit I know, he will not allow you to fool around. He will not. The Holy Spirit I know, he disciplines. When I was growing up, I've shared my testimony all the time. Secondary school days, I was an angry, intolerant person. He, he, you will stop this nonsense. Those were his words. You will stop this nonsense. You will not disgrace me where I'm taking you. So you must stop. It's not everything. I, I've written it down. Maybe next week when I'm coming, I'll bring it. I'll bring my diary. I've written down. I've written the dates. 1999. This. He wrote, told me that you don't need to respond to every accusation. You don't need to answer to everyone who, who accuses you. You don't need to respond. You don't need to defend yourself. Shut up. That's all it is. Shut up. Learn to shut up. Tell your neighbor, shut up. Shut up. And you The scripture says it. Everything the Holy Spirit will teach you has scripture backing. He said, be quick to hear, slow to speak. He who speaks on conclusion on a matter without knowing the fool, he said to him, it's foolishness. Now, one who running, running, he said, shut up, shut up, shut up. Tell your neighbor, shut up. If you shut up, Kokonsan would reduce by 99.99%. Tell him. At the beginning of the year, they took a picture of uh, Reverend Elvis Ajiman's program of people counting money and put on social media and people were just insulting him. The person who took the picture, is he a foreigner? He's a church worker. In the finance department. You think you are destroying the man of God. The work of God cannot be destroyed. Some of them are now. We know that you are a thief. Jesus said, I chose the 12 of you. One of you is a devil. But I still chose you. I know that Hong Hong is leaving you. But I still chose you. It's an act of mercy. Ask your neighbor, are you a devil? Missy Pisano. When I do relationship seminar and I tell you, write down the things about your dream partner and you write all the beautiful things, do you go inside you and say, okay, I have this foolishness. I have that foolishness. I have this one. I have to work on it so that when this, you want a perfect man. Are you a perfect woman? You want a perfect woman. Are you a perfect man? Have you worked on your anger? Have you worked on your attitude? Usu by phone now, usu now, parents, can be a trouble. And you expect God to bless it. Are you a wise Christian or a foolish Christian? In this kingdom of God, this ministry, this ministry is one of millions of ministries in the world. Do you understand me? What we do in Zion Impact, what Presby is doing, what another church is, all together is building the body of Christ. And we are supplying to the body, what is needed from each of us according to the varying gifts and grace God has given to us. You, are you playing your role? Praise the Lord. 
your reactions to the issues of life is one of the litmus tests you can always do to test whether you are growing in Christ or not. Sometimes, without going into the spirit to find out things from the Holy Spirit, I just watch people's reactions, especially people who are around me. I watch your reaction to people that you are angry with. They say, hey, and I told you the last time that people who like to cry when an adult is rebuking them or something, you know, they have anger problems. It is because you are crying not because you are being rebuked. You can't thank you. You can't retaliate because you can't retaliate. Have you noticed that? Tell me what I said is not true. Your reactions to people, those above you, those at your level, those beneath you, is evidence to whether you are walking in the spirit or not. Your reaction to authority in your presence and, and your reaction to them in their absence. What you say about them in front of them and being, they are all evidence of whether you are working in the spirit. Let me tell you, I keep repeating this, that one of the scariest things I read in the Bible, Matthew 24, and many shall say, did I not prophesy in your name? And he will say, I never. Hey, Jesus. What's come no accurate? Dito, dito. Ubodi, but telephone number, but puto color, but hole now, the direction of the hole, where the in the pant. I took some group of people to University of Ghana during KCF days. I don't know that. I don't know how many people. That time there was this man of God there. Uh, I don't want to mention his name. He has, he has a church around behind uh, Trade Fair. I'll mention his name, Reverend Abubako. We went there. That man is seriously gifted in the prophetic. He was ministering to the students. And then he mentioned a case. He didn't want to mention the name of the person. And the person was in coming out. He said, look, you are wearing a pant color of this. Your brazier is this color. This is what your pant is, looks like with this hole here. And this is this. Then one lady who was sitting by me, she was called Abba. She said, Spirit, is this the Holy Spirit? <laughs> I said, what do you think? You think it's ho-ho-ho? It's ho-ho-ho-ho. God knows everything about you. There is not a single thing that God is shy of. If witches can do that, and their power is just small, but you see, in spite of all that, Jesus can still tell you, I never knew you. Because gift is just an ability of the Holy Spirit given to you. But he has not given you himself. Jesus. Walking in the spirit is a requirement. It's a requirement. It's a requirement. It's what? 
So to be divinely guided, you must be spiritually minded. To be divinely guided, you must be spiritually minded. You must walk in the spirit. If we live in the spirit, we must walk in the spirit. It is a requirement. The Holy Spirit is in you. He wants to lead you. Those that are led, those that are guided, those that are inspired to say what they say, to do what they do, they are the sons of God. God knows them. Jesus knows them. They are the sheep. They are the sheep. Physically, a sheep is one of the most stupidest animals you can come across. Put a goat there, put a sheep there by the roadside. They, when the car is coming, they go to get away. The sheep is coming to meet the car. Yeah. Do you acknowledge yourself as a sheep? Because you want to lead yourself by your emotions. By your empirical evidences. By the things you see, by the things you hear. Most of us, we are moved by what we hear. Meanwhile, when we come to you, we come and say, I'm not moved by what I see. I Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The Spirit of God has a mandate to guide you and I, to lead you and I, and so we must walk in Him. And I told you that you can see that in John 16, verse 3. Right? Verse 13, sorry. And because he has a mandate to guide us, you must be in fellowship with him. Praise the Lord. You must be in fellowship with him 24-7. Your, your koinonia, to take the word, the Lamb of God, to read the Bible with that fellowship with the Holy Spirit makes you a foolish Christian. We've seen that. And they took, no, they took their Lamb of right. They opened their Bibles. They read it. But they took no Holy Spirit. They took no oil. You cannot walk in the spirit and not fulfill your destiny. It's an impossibility. You cannot walk in the spirit and, and, and not walk in the assignment of God. It's not possible. But you can be in the spirit and miss your assignment because the Holy Spirit is there. In fact, he'll be there. When you are fooling, when you are going there, he will be telling you, no, that's not what you'll be telling Go here. As ordained. As ordination. May God deliver you from it. Amen. May God deliver you from stubbornness. Amen. May God position you where you will hear his voice through the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as you are in the flesh, the voice of the flesh will dictate to you. As long as you love the flesh more than the spirit, the flesh will dictate to you. And trust me, the flesh is able to reveal things. Matthew 16, God, Jesus tells Peter, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal my identity to you, but my Father in heaven. In other words, all the other answers that were being given prior to Peter's answer was a revelation of the flesh. And, and they did not incur God's blessings. Blessed are you when flesh does not dictate things to you. I was telling, I was having a conversation with a man of God who is a prophet. He, he told me something I love and I said, that is why you prophet. 90% of you marry witches. Then he said, not 90%, 98% of us. Then he told me his own story. How 
a lady came to his life. On one casa. Oh, who's your own ye? But does your bumpire? Are we okay? What did I say? As long as you live in the flesh, as long as you live, as long as you live in the flesh, the flesh will dictate to you. And you will think it is from the Holy Spirit. That's the saddest part. May God give you a clear distinction between his voice and the voice of your flesh. Amen. May God give you a clear, as you Amen. get ready to leave here to face the rest of the week. May God's spirit set you free from the manipulations of the flesh. Amen. It's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing. Especially when you are a prophet and you are emotionally uh, gifted. Some of us, our gift, our spiritual gift is emotions. Especially the ladies. You can use your emotions to get everything you are looking for. Is that not so? My mic is changing. It's like you can use your emotions. Especially those of you in a relationship. The guy will come and say, you did this wrong. By the time the conversation is over, over, he is the one who is wrong and you are the one who is right. Hey! you man, sir. Put your hand on your head. <laughs> Put your hand on your head. Say, Lord Jesus, I renounce every spirit of manipulation. I will not be a supplanter, a manipulator. In the name of Jesus, amen. Are you here? Some of you, you can use your mood. You remember the time you were in school that sometimes you can pretend that you are sick so that because you want to swerve the mass class. <laughs> I read a story. A man was complaining about his father. He said his father told him that it rained heavily in the village and his roof had been blown away. So his father mentioned a certain amount and he sent the money. Then he decided to go there a week after to go and check whether they've done the work well for his father. When he went, it was the old roof that was there. And his father was sitting down there enjoying himself. He said, ah, but Papa, you don't mean this. He said, keep quiet. When you were in school and you used to deceive me that you wanted money to buy books, you think I didn't know that you wanted money to spend yourself. I did that to my father. So when you were doing it to me, I knew. <laughs> That I kept quiet. It is time for me to also enjoy some <laughs> to show you that I know the game before you were born. <laughs> How many of you have done some before? Lift up your hand. Toby, God bless you for that. Amy, I'll tell mommy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. 
Are you here with me? Let me go to today's sermon. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a lot of recap because I noticed that there were times I came to stand here and I jumped into other rivers, even though I was talking on the same subject, okay? But let me do something for you. Two weeks ago, I told you about what the Holy Spirit does when we begin to walk in Him. Already, He has shed the love of God abroad in our hearts. And so, what He does is that He makes us to walk in love. To walk in the Spirit is to walk in love. You cannot say you are in the Spirit and people are afraid to chat with you. That forgiving people is difficult. You cannot say that you walk in a spirit and, and living a life of love is difficult. And I swept into love small. I don't want to do that today because I want to do a whole teaching on love in the coming months when the Lord give me permission. I've done that before, but I realized that the other week when I was speaking about love, some of you were opening your jaws too much about the things I was saying about love. Is that not so? Oh, is that not so? So I've told myself I'll visit the subject, so I won't go into it today, okay? And then last week, I spoke to you about the fact that when you walk in the Spirit, He changes you into the image of Christ. How many of you remember? And we did 2 Corinthians 3.17. Praise the Lord. Let's continue. When you walk in the Spirit, He gives you power to overcome the flesh. Galatians 5.16. To walk in the spirit is to be able to have the, to, is to yield to the Holy Spirit so that he begins to give you grace to mortify or to kill the deeds of the flesh. The Holy Spirit will not kill it for you. The instruction is mortify you, kill the flesh. Now, you will not do it on a normal circumstance. Have you seen these suicide bombers? They are first of all brainwashed that when they die in battle for Allah, they'll be given how many virgins? 72. Wow. Seven and 72. Wow. Interesting. And so you see that they, they, and then they do some charms on them. Okay. And they will strap themselves with a bomb and go to their perceived enemies camp and detonate the bomb and blast themselves. Why? The the perceived reward is one. Number two, a certain kind of spirit has come to influence them for them to think that what they are doing is a just cause. So they do it. Without any fear for what is going to happen to their flesh. The Bible says, put the scripture there for me. Galatians 5, 16. Everybody, one go. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Again. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. This scripture came alive to me in 2014. One KCF member came to me and said, Apostle, I'm struggling with lust. I've been prayed for. I've gone through deliverance. I've done everything. I leave it for six months maximum. And then I'm walking back in it. 
What should I do? So I went to God. I don't know why this scripture didn't come to me before I went to God. I went to God and said, Father, this is your son. He said, we are praying for him. We have done everything. Like, what are going on? What is the solution? Is there any curse? What is it? And the Holy Spirit said, Galatians 5.16. So I put my Bible, I open. Walk in the Spirit. I said, is that the solution? I said, ah. He said, we are praying for him. That was the day God showed me the difference between being a spirit. Because you can do powerful prayer service. Anointing will be poured on you. You will prophesy in time and leave this place and go and, and have sex with your partner. Easily. When I talk like this, you don't like it. You think it is far-fetched there. It will be very easy to remove your pyoto. You see the jeans that is difficult. You have to put your leg here. Once you are removing it, the Holy Spirit will say, You won't mind him. The Holy Spirit will intentionally make the, 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 the jeans lock here. Then you start telling yourself, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I've told you that that's it. You are not like that again. It is your former self. Everybody, see tree, see tree. Look at tree's face. statement that people make quoting Christ Jesus I've told you that scripture is not an endorsement for the works of the flesh it is rather a revelation of the two states and it backs the scripture he says the spirit is willing in other words the spirit has the ability to overcome but when you are in the flesh you will fall to the dictate of the flesh so he says walk in the spirit and you shall not. He didn't say the last of the flesh will go away. Read it well. He didn't say when you walk in the spirit, you will not feel the last of the flesh. He said you will not fulfill. It means the last of the flesh will still be there. It means that the anger will still be there. It means that all the things that the unbeliever does, that you condemn him, they will still be there. But you see that there is a certain ability. I like the way Paul told the, uh, the Philippian church. He said, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Therefore, it is God who works in you. For it is the Holy Spirit who works in you, both to give you the ability And the grace to do. He both to will and to do. So the way that there is last. Wrong time. I don't mind you. It is God. That is a will. Then the ability to also do the pleasure of God and not choose the knockings 
of their flesh, the anger, the you know, sometimes somebody will provoke you, want to use words. Then you see that you do, hmm. then you start smiling. That is the Holy Spirit. And I'm saying that it doesn't happen on itself. It happens to you when you deliberately walk in the spirit. Write this down. It requires discipline to walk in the spirit. There must be a consciousness. Any bit me on your own. No. I was said, Danny Denina, I won't watch him say, Yamehun Kunkuntimimu, I was sent me dima coma, Missu enemy by Eshanin, sir. Me quabonti, Abia Trotromates no bit me. Look for this scripture for me, I always forget it. It says, I think it is in Second Corinthians chapter six or so. He says, Make room to be defrauded. You, you've not seen it before. Look for it for me. I think it's in Second Corinthians chapter 6. He said, give room for offense. Like, how many of you can do that? They found it. It's 7 verse 2. two Corinthians, it's a, I hear it's chapter 7. Verse 2. Okay, so the verse, chapter 6 talks about having contentions with brothers and taking them to court. And he says, even that one, he asks a question. He says, is there no wise one amongst you? You, you? you see the standard of Christianity. Read these scriptures and compare your Christianity and find out, are you growing? And ask, am I growing? Am I walking in the spirit? This is what I want you to do. So when the Bible says, examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith, these are the things he wants you to do. Do you understand me? Let me warn everybody here. Never use any spiritual gift you have as a whip on other people's back. Your gift does not matter. When God wanted to save the world, he gave a gift of dreaming to Pharaoh. But Pharaoh was not born again. When God wanted to save Israel, from captivity, he raised a man called Cyrus and prophesied about Cyrus thousands of years before Cyrus was born and said, even though you have not known me, and yet Cyrus went to hell. Your gift, no matter how pronounced it is, will not qualify you for heaven. It's a gift. Let me rephrase. You are in a kingdom. The kingdom belongs to a king. He chose you as a citizen. Everything you do must please him. Every act of rebellion is, is a treasonable offense to a king. That is how kingdoms operate. Kingdoms does not operate on the base of democracy. Your opinion, no matter how righteous you think it is, does not matter. If you get this, eh, Christianity will be easy. Everybody, one go. Now, therefore, it is already an utter failure for you that you go to law against one another. Why do you not rather accept wrong? Why do you not rather let yourselves be cheated? 
You never saw it before? What Bible have you been reading? Let me change the message. You don't like it. I see the Lord opening the door for you this week. You get 20,000 cities. Amen. Let me tell you, God will bless you. God will bless you. He said, tell the righteous, it shall be well with you. So why don't you become righteous? So that it will be well with you. It's a righteousness. Exalt a nation. But sin is a reproach. So why don't I become righteous? So that I will be exalted. Without going to God and say, Father, make me, bless me, exalt me. Why don't I just become righteous? So that I will work in it. It's not hard. He said, I am the righteousness of God. He gave it to me as a gift. So why don't I just work in it? He says, seek first, Matthew 6.33. Seek first. And the sick, you know, he has also given you Holy Spirit to work in you, to be able to do it easily. Easily. When you find it difficult to forgive, it means you don't have the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you. He said, and those who do not have the Spirit of God are none of his. You are not. You don't belong to Christ. It's simple. It's not a pastor saying, say this after me. Dear Lord, dear Lord, uh, I accept my sins. Coming to my... That is not what makes you a born again believer. He said, if you will believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. If you confess without believing, you are not born again. That is why I don't lead people to Christ by telling them to pray after me. I will tell you, bow your head. Talk to Jesus. Confess to him. Talk to him. He's your father. Whichever language you have, use it. Lord, I am a sinner, but I believe that you sent your son to die for me. Today, I renounce my son and I receive your forgiveness. Don't be telling yourself, telling people, forgive yourself. Did you die for yourself that you should forgive yourself? Nonsense. Receive the forgiveness of God. He said, and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you sent. So, Lord, I want to know you. I receive you into my, that I may know you. That I may know you. He said that is eternal life. The more you begin to know him, the more assured you are of your eternal life. And it comes by the spirit. And yet, also for being a very piancy woman. So what do you say? Go to verse 3. This is, uh, no, the... Where were we? It's not two Corinthians chapter seven, seven verse chapter seven, six verse seven. No, you yourselves do wrong and cheat, and you do these things to your brethren. I said, "Now you know, you don't even do it to an unbeliever." I'm sorry. I tell you all the time, this ministry, God told me, we are building a kingdom family. A kingdom of? A kingdom of? Family. A kingdom of? Family. Before we even talk about the extended family of the entire body of Christ. Do you understand me? It's a kingdom family. So never see yourself in a certain class that somebody cannot talk to then you are not part of the family. Do you understand me? And families don't fight each other. 
even though the families of this world do. I'm quick to always admit that one. The families of this world, Bakubeko, Obimanso, maybe Babylon, UK, and go and bring dollar, uh, pound, and say bail for me. When it, anytime you ask for pictures, you go to somebody's building site and take pictures and send. When the person comes, that a dinosaur here or infant, no idea. Then the person will collapse and die. Why are Africans like that? No. Why are you like that? Are you like that? Angela, will you do that? Are you sure? Okay. Let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. You are married. You are married. You are married. You are married. Your husband or your wife put his or her money not on a table or in a book. You saw it. It was 1,100 Ghana cities. He has not told you what it is for, but he put it there. And he has left it there for one week. You saw it day one. Day two. When he comes back, the day he decides to call for his money, will he find his money there? Will he find his money there? Hey, answer me. Mr. Amo, I didn't know I saw a body. Will the person come and find his money there? And I'm intentionally using money. Or food in the fridge. You buy a fresh one for him. Everybody here. Obia! Put your hand on your chest. Say, Father, I acknowledge my sins. I have an unrighteous heart. Purge my heart. Hey, I said, put your hand on your chest. Hey, also for, also for a burial. Put your hand on your chest. Say, Lord, give me grace. Not to steal, not to steal from, my husband, from my husband, from my wife, from my wife, or the my children. Amy, will you beat me? You are saying no. Hey, so you are rejecting the word of God and the prayer I'm giving you this morning. 
how can God tell us as a ministry that he wants to make us a standard for the kingdom life and you are rejecting the very nature he wants to give you? I le- What I'm telling you, glory to God, and I'm not boasting, I learned it from my mother, Daviesi. Give Daviesi your money and say, Daviesi, hide it for me. Come back one year you will find the money in the same denomination, in the same way, nothing untouched should give you a thing. I was a kid. I was going to secondary school when he sat me down and taught me, told me these things. I will never forget. By the side of the kitchen, there's a milk bush tree. You remember where the milk bush tree was? He was telling me. And it entered my ears and my spirit. And from that day, I told myself, you won't catch me in that area. You will not. I don't need your money for anything. I worked in a bank. Had access to the vault. Like uh, Ecole said, there are people, when they have access to it, they can take money. They know how to do the thing. Then they'll put it in the treasury bill. Three months. They'll get the interest and come and put the money back. So, for instance, if you, they give you dollars for the day, it doesn't finish. Maybe there's $5,000 left. They know how to invest it within some few days, get the profit and put the money back. When I went to the, I joined the bank, we were there one day, and then there was a department of financial crime. They came, put, picked the branch manager through their back, and when we find out, he had been, he used to do that 15 years ago, and that day, audit caught him. That is human system. You thank God. Don't joke with God's word. Tell your neighbor, don't joke with God's word. There is a certain standard of life required in this kingdom. And I'm saying that that life is sponsored by the spirit. You must walk in the spirit. So you will not put my scripture back there. Galatians 5 verse 16. You must walk in the spirit. He said, when, when you are walking in the spirit, you will notice that the desires of the... You may have a temptation to take the money. But there is an ability in you that will make you overlook it and say, I won't touch this thing. You will marry. You will see beautiful girls. You will go on trek. <laughs> no, your parents are here. I won't say anything. You will marry. You will see beautiful girl in a hotel. Didn't you hear Bishop Osetsu here last week tell you that go to a hotel. Or call minister. Or call hotel. Or so for now. Or preach man. Or see girls. Or so move here. Prophet Odo told me the same thing. South Africa. He said you go. Evangelist Fear not also told me the same thing. South Africa, you go. They will intentionally bring you girls. And the girls are dressing. Man of God, you don't need anything. 
You don't need anything. Man of God, will you need anything? <laughs> Woman of God, you think it's down for unto the men. The women are not left out. What's it then? Honorarium. You will be reduced to a piece of bread. That's what the scripture says. You'll be reduced to what? All the senior men of God, they tell me, Master, when you get married, travel with your wife. Do what? Travel with your wife. Do what? Travel with your wife. Would you me I'm the latest anointed juggernaut in town. You will come back deflated. But you, the Holy Spirit will teach you to be resolute. I say then, every demon worrying my microphone, worrying the screen, shall not. When you decide that Holy Ghost, I yield to you. I yield to your dictate. I submit my desires to you. I submit my mind to you. My mind. And let me close with that one. I submit my mindset to you. How I think, how I perceive. My point of view. Give me a piece of paper and a pen. Okay. Thank you. Let me get the bigger one. Thank you. It's intentional. Those of you who come to, when we do premarital counseling, we do this, right? Okay. What is this? It's nine. What is this? Are you sure? What is this? What is this? What is this? Are you sure? You are very sure, Pa. Daddy, please, what is this? <laughs> Depending on her. But Daddy, what do you see? You see nine. Mommy, what do you see? You see six. What do you see? Nine. Also, what do you see? Six. Who is right? Who is wrong? We are right. Okay, first of all, let me do this for you. Those of you say we are all right. When you are arguing with your friend, why don't you remember that you may both be right? It's not the same. Do you know why it's not the same? Because you have invested your emotions into the argument. You are in the flesh. 
Anything that is bent into the flesh leaves the realm of reason and the realms of the spirit. Give me the paper again. Have you seen where spirit is? This is emo emotions. Logarithm, logic. The spirit, the, the soul is made up of the emotions, the will, and the intellect. The intellect, I call it logic. Typically, when you are arguing, you are residing between one of these. Alright? And then, what you lean towards is what your will, will act out. Is that not so? Who is right? The emotional person or the logical person? (laughs) What's your name? Paco, I like the analysis you are doing. <laughs> when you push it here small, then the thing will go. Uh-huh. Who is right? Who is wrong? Logic is right. Why? When you finish being emotional, you come back to logic. That is what you think. You don't know people who are eternally emotional. Who is right? Who is wrong? None of them is right, none of them is wrong. Even though it looks obvious to be six or nine, you can both be wrong. The only perspective that is right is the perspective of God. That is why the Spirit must always tell you what to do. Jesus put it this way. Let your yes be yes. Let your no be no. Every other thing from the devil. That's how Jesus put it. Walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. When we talk about lust, we are not talking about sexual temptations only. We are talking about a deep desire, passion you have towards anything that takes your attention off God number one and gives you the inability to control yourself. Everybody has an ability to get hungry for food. Is that not so? But when you notice that your hunger for food makes you, pushes you to go and steal people's food and eat, then you are no longer in charge of that part of your senses. Something else is controlling you. You are not, you don't have self-control. Self-control is one of the fruits of the Spirit. It's one of the abilities that the Holy Spirit gives when you are walking, when you yield to him. He gives you grace to control yourself. He says, walk in it and you shall not. In other words, he who is walking in the Spirit has this ability to overcome that deep passion that is resident in the flesh. It's there. Sometimes, it's like a family pattern cry, obi Obia Nibufu. Obia Pastro. 
everybody in the family is afraid of height. Everybody in the family is afraid to do a particular kind of job. Then the Holy Spirit comes, emboldens you. You yield to him. He begins to show you the perspectives of the kingdom of God, how life is supposed to be. He begins to show you the true meaning of what you call the Beatitudes. Blessed are the pure in heart. They will see God. So what? Then he begins to show what it means to have a pure heart. What it means to have a pure heart. Not just towards God, but towards man. In fact, you prove your pure heart towards God by what you do towards man. He said, if you say you love God and you hate your brother, you are a murderer. And it was said by somebody who didn't understand that at first and thought he would call fire from heaven to burn people who were touching Jesus' master. When the Holy Spirit was done with him, he said, if you love God, you hate your brother. You are a murderer. That's what he said. The same Peter, who at the beginning saw the Jews and left the Gentiles and went to eat with the Jews. And Paul blasted. When he was old, he wrote and said, add to your faith, <laughs> virtue, to your virtue, add knowledge. You cannot be a child of God and be so tribalistic at the workplace. You are a boss. Somebody did something. Then you post a person to Uzbekistan to show him power. Shut up. You are walking in the flesh. You insult your husband and come and sit and say, Yes, you are. Your voice has become like a rotting granite in the midst of the other granites. Purge your heart. Yield to the Lord. Take away bitterness. A man of God sent me a message just last week. And a portion of the message, it made me think, he said, the Lord says I should tell you. Give him, he said, my desire for you is your disappointment, your bitterness, and your shame. That ugly side, which is the unrighteousness, I need it. I said, wow. My disappointment and bitterness, he wants it. It is called unrighteousness. I said, Father, so every time I get disappointment, disappointed and I hold it in my heart, that disappointment is an unrighteousness. He said, yes. I'm disappointed in Dion for what she has done. And I hold that disappointment in my heart. To me, it is an unrighteousness. Jesus God. What is righteousness? Being in right alignment. What would God expect that I do when I'm disappointed? I said, Father, where have, where have we been all these years? Where have we been what? Ask yourself, what Christianity are you practicing? The one Jesus brought or the one you invented? Or the one your church invented? Which one? I 
I say this sermon, I can preach this sermon, this whole thing I preach for three months and I'm still preaching in one one service. I can preach it. I have it. I can stand here. Number one, this. Number two, this. I can do that. I've told you. Some of you have seen me do that before when I go outside. I can do that. But in my house, I will not do that. This sermon, you preach it to the end of the year. I don't know what you have learned. Have you learned something? I don't know what you are going to do differently this week. But I've told you, Jesus said, you, there's grace on you. He wants to lift you. He wants to bless you. He wants to release some serious money to you. He wants to make you, but he must remove the things that make other people that he tried that with disappointing. He must remove from you. Walk worthy of the Lord. And to do that, you must walk in the spirit. Say, Lord, I want to walk worthy of your of you. Walk worthy of the Lord. In other words, walk in a way that the Lord that you deserve God's presence. Are you here? Or I should change the message. At work, where there is no Christian, where everybody is some way. I told you, well, now when they posted me to a branch. When I was in a bank, they posted me to a branch. When I got there, what, before that week, before I would go there, I was praying, Father, what do you want me to go and do in this new branch? What do you, I saw a heap of baller, baller in the branch, baller. God said, the place is filthy. Go and clean the place up. When I went, the first week, day, I introduced myself. They accepted me. They were playing fever song, fully song. Everybody was, every statement from their mouth is sexual. And you know the worst culprit? The older women, they are about four, about 40, 50. They are the most corrupt and useless in the company. Assembia became bia. Then they are some fully sexual thing. I said, wow. I started praying. I started praying. I started praying. I went to one of one guy. Today, he's a pastor. He's now he has become very close to the archbishop. He's a, he was a gang leader. Gangalia. I said, not on my watch whilst I'm in this branch. By the time I left there, all of them had changed. There were some six boys I went to meet. All of them changed. All of them. All of them. All of not a single one. And I didn't go there presenting. They didn't even know I was a pastor. You, I won't introduce myself as a pastor. You won't know. But you will see. I remember my last job I did. One day, I went to the office. My boss, he, was, he had called one colleague. He was about to blast the person. When I opened the door, he said, Bro, leave here. I said, why? I want to. He said, no, 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 no. If you stay here, I can't misbehave. I want to blast this person. So go. So I left. Not because I, I, I carry myself as holier than that. Men can share. But you know that I will not do some things for you to fool around me. If it is easy for your colleagues to fool, to say some things around you, you are, you are not a standard of Christianity. You are not. You are not. Ma wenimu nyedru. 
Many years I was I picked Trotsky from 37 to school. Some of the mates, when they want to miss, when they come to you, small boy. I remember St. John's Grammar School. When you go, they had some foolish punishment they used to, they would tell you, hold the ball, bounce the ball, massage the ball. So I really remember, so I won't look into his face. Hallelujah. They caught us, they came to my class, carried us to a class. They were doing it. I was standing there. These three seniors, oh my boy, they looked at me and said, Charlie, make way like this one, make it go. Left the class. Sometimes he'd be pastor. The way he make quiet way, they look at us. Another guy, I didn't like tucking in because of my um, designer waist. That's why I like wearing kaftan. Kaftan is everything. Those of us with designer waist, when we tuck in, Ubonak uh, tries his name. I don't like that. Shamu, why? You understand me? <laughs> Only one doesn't have that problem. Hallelujah. So me, I don't like. This guy will worry me. Taking, taking. I won't say anything. You will punish me. I'll go and do the punishment, but I'll still not taking. One day, he was going to punish me, sir. He called all his friends and said, this guy, make me left him. Nobody for worry him again. Sometimes he be pastor. I've not said anything. Never rebelled. When something happened in my class, the teachers, when the teachers are, is rebuke, are rebuking, and they look at me and say, then they'll mention my name, but you are in a class. How did you allow this to happen? Say, you should not. I'm not a class prefect. I was not class prefect. Say, you can't be here for this to happen. And they will never talk to the class prefect. I'm not boasting. I'm telling you that when you, when you yield to the Lord, you become a standard. Everybody will see. At home, your parents will see. Your siblings will see. It's not just about sitting down, praying, praying talks is good. Praying and it's good. But that is not the standard. The standard is in the fruit you are bearing. Walking in the spirit is evidence in the fruit, the lifestyle, the mindset. Your responses. Those of you who come to me for premarital counseling, of all the 13 topics that are listed in the premarital counseling book, you see that the topic is just one. It's what? Actions and reactions. Every life activity here is about an action and its corresponding action, whether immediate or later. If there's going to be an argument, there is a certain action that will provoke a certain reaction. The problem is, how are you going to react? How have you been reacting? And your reaction is a proof of your character. It's inspired by either Holy Ghost or Ask your neighbor, which one is it? Holy Ghost or But you know what I say? Now, Uti, Uti, I say, yo, yeah, it's original for me, why? Uti, I say, yo, yeah. I say, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, kakranija, your head, you have this pain at the back of your head. It goes and comes like that. Please come. Just stand there. Put your hand there. 
Close your eyes. I don't know what you heard. I don't know what you heard. But God wants to do something unique with you. Our theme is walking in the spirit. For what? Break the... Open doors and what? Breakthroughs. And this year, God, God says he's going to open awesome doors for you. But you see, miracles that come by the act of the Spirit is sustained by a good character. By the grace of the Lord. What you get by prayer is sustained by prayer. What you get by the Spirit is sustained by the Spirit. When God gave a child to you two, the same thing. Okay. Just stand there and put your hand there. Whilst I was speaking, the Lord whispered to me that he wants to heal people with that problem. And it's bad. You are here. You are here. Your eye. I don't know how to say it. Um, your eye. Your eye is doing you. Just stand up. There's pain. There's pressure. There's tears. It's twitching. Please come quickly, quickly. And whilst the rest of you are saying, Father, I yield to you. Holy Spirit, I yield to you. That's your prayer. Holy Spirit, I yield to you. This entire week, I yield you to you, my spirit, my body, my soul. Lord, rule. Order my steps in you. Lead me. Lead me. Lead me. Lead me. Lead me. Lead me. Why are you telling God that you should open a door for you to go and study abroad? That's your prayer. Keep praying that prayer. Uh, the angels of the Lord are carrying that prayer to the Lord. I see that we are going straight to the Father. Okay. And by God's grace and mercy, that door will open, be open for you. Okay. Put your hand there, whether it's the eye or the back of the head issue. Put your hand there. If you have stomach, um, how do I say it? Your tummy is worrying you. How? I don't know whether it's a runny tummy or what, but your tummy is messing you up big time. Please join them quickly. And amongst those that you are having the stomach issue, whatever, one of you is like your, your, your tummy is bloated, gas, you don't know what to do. Very uncomfortable. For, put your, your forefinger on your... My friend is saying... What, what's the name of this thing? Navel. Uh-huh. There is a belly button. Abrofodia and Sanamukam.
In the name of Jesus, according to the word of the Lord that says, and you shall stretch forth your hands towards the sick, and they shall recover. I stretch forth the right hand of the Lord upon you. I rebuke every part of infirmity in the head, every part of infirmity in the tummy, every part of infirmity in the eye, from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. I cast every power. I command your head to be healed, your stomach to be healed, your eye to be healed. Be healed now. Be healed now. Be free from this infirmity. Be free from this infirmity. Be free from this infirmity. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Let it go. Let it go. Any attack. Yours is an attack. Any attack. Any attack. Any attack. Hey. Quakey. Are we safe? What did you eat today? You ate oats and pancake. I ate the benku. Be free! Kadabo Shadaha. Go! 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 In the name of Jesus, be free in the name of Jesus, be healed and be free, be healed and be free. Please check for me, please check for me, check for me, check for me and take your seat, check for me and take your seat. Father, thank you for healing, thank you for healing, thank you for healing. Quickie, do you have an issue with any of your ear? Yeah. When you fell down, I felt a sharp pain in my ear, and the Lord says, It's you. Put your hand there. Check. Be healed and be free. I rebuke that pain. Any wind that blew into your ear from the camp of the enemy, let it go. Go, I remove it. I remove it. I remove it. I take it out. Your ear will not develop any demonic infection. Father, these are the people that Lord you gathered before you this morning. And as we depart from this place, I release your blessings into every palm that has opened. The blessings of your presence, the blessings of your righteousness. He said he shall receive the blessings of the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. I pray that the blessings of the Lord will rest in your hands. That from today, your hands will be skillful in the work you do. That your hands will sustain and multiply blessings, financial favor, healing, deliverance. Receive that which has been promised you by heaven. Let the angels of your destiny 
move and bring you the miracle, the blessing, the favor. And I pray in the name of Jesus that the lot of the wicked, will, the rod of the wicked, will not rest upon your lot. I declare that the Holy Spirit this week will order your steps. That the Holy Spirit will order your steps. I pray for you especially that heaven will multiply grace upon you. That you will abound in all good works. As you bear the fruit of the Spirit, I enforce the covenant of exemption upon you. I decree over your life that you will not suffer loss in life. That the Lord is your, your portion in this land of the living. That that which heaven has given to you will not be denied you. You are exempted from sicknesses. You are exempted from diseases. You are exempted by the name and the blood and presence of the Lord Jesus Christ from every evil. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. And now I declare, wherever your CV is for a job consideration, let heaven give you the best. Whatever contract you are waiting, this, after, this morning when the first service closed, I had a testimony. One of our members, I think, had come for, and he was passing by, and I called and said, I see you reading a contract, going through some contracts, and the Lord says you will get it. This morning he came to me that it has been granted. We won the contract. So will it be for you. Whatever contract heaven wants you to have, for the sake of financial breakthrough, let that door be open. Let that door be open. Those who must travel abroad, whatever financial scholarship is needed for the travel to come through, let there be a release. Let there be a release. I bless you. I bless your home. I bless your career. I bless the work you do. Receive peace. Receive joy. Receive peace. Receive joy. Any negative word spoken to, to manipulate your atmosphere is overruled by the word of the Lord. It's overruled by the word of the Lord. It is overruled by the blessings of Jehovah. You are blessed. You are blessed. Please pick your offering. And let's bless the Lord. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministry.